the following is a teaching from Church of the Redeemer. We pray that you will be blessed by this teaching. Hi, everyone, and uh, let's take a moment and welcome all of our campuses today. Come on, let's give everyone a big warm welcome. And we've got Pastor Dale here, and Pastor Dale, we're in the last weekend of the year, looking back on 2018 as we head into 2019, and I know God has put just a, a special word in your heart, and that word is hope. And so we're going to take a few minutes today and just talk about hope, what the Bible has to say to us about hope in our life, why it's important to us. And so uh, would you take a moment, let's welcome Pastor Dale right now as he shares from God's word today on the word of hope. Pastor Dale, let's take a moment and um, give you, just give you an opportunity. Why is this word hope so important? Uh, just an, an overview of that word for us. Yeah, well, the word hope is a word that really I think is extremely important to think about, especially as we're wrapping up one year and heading into a new year, because sometimes as we look back over a year, there have been things that have affected our hope, and uh, it's extremely important as we're looking ahead to have something that carries us forward, and that's what hope does. In fact, uh, there's a verse of Scripture, uh, Steve, that I want to share with us today that'll sort of give us uh, a perspective, and I think give us a launching point. It's found in Romans chapter 15, verse 13. It says, Now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that you may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Mm. And what you notice about that is that first and foremost, the reason we need hope is because God is a God of hope, and that out of that hope comes joy and peace when we put our confidence in God, who He is, and then we're able to abound in hope by the power of God's Holy Spirit. So you see that really hope is one of those key characteristics that God wants all of us to have as believers. It's such an essential part of our lives, and one of the things the, the devil goes after quite regularly. Wow. So hope is, is important to us. Uh, God is the God of hope. Yeah. Why, why is hope um, just such an important part of our daily lives, right? Because we think about hope, uh, it can be kind of um, just kind of out, out, uh, out in the air, but we want to bring it into a personal, practical way into our life, right? If you think about it, think about it this way, Steve, the way I think about it for all of us here today is to, to be reminded of the fact that hope is sort of like, if you will, I'll use this, this terminology, it's sort of like uh, helium in a balloon, Okay. Uh, a balloon has, you know, if you take just a balloon without any helium in it, or if you just put regular air in it, it doesn't generally have the ability of buoyancy or ability to float or to rise above, if you will. And when you fill that balloon, you take that, 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 that case and you fill it up with helium, that capacity, that lighter capacity, if you will, inside of it, it gives it lift capacity, mm. liftability, rise, ability to rise. Wow. Well, in the same way, I think hope is one of those things that God designed for the human soul and human spirit that enables us to lift above the circumstances of life and the challenges that we go through. And not, not that we don't face challenges uh, or, or, or difficult circumstances, but it lifts us. It gives us something on the inside. And so really from that standpoint, hope is not something that is just a, an interesting concept. Yeah. Hope is something that you, you need inside of you. It's, it's a real thing that resides in a person's heart and life. And when you're missing it, you can really get into trouble. Uh, you're, you, you can make a lot of major bad decisions when you're hopeless and you can can, uh, you can get involved in a lot of activities that you shouldn't get involved in when you're hopeless, and, and you can actually f be miserable when you're hopeless. Wow. So is it possible to have a relationship with God and still be hopeless, you think? Absolutely. I think all of us uh, have, have moments, we all have moments of hopelessness or moments when our hope is being challenged, and so uh, it's not to say that, that there are times that we, we don't all face this, but 
I think part of growing in our relationship with God is learning how to tap into the resource of God so that we have less and less days of hopelessness and more days of hope filling our lives because hope is such a powerful force in enabling us to live for God, serve God, and fulfill His plan and purpose that He has for us. Well, that's great. So um, what are some things that we can go through in life that will actually rob that hope from our life because yeah. we face challenges every day and so uh, there's things in our life that will actually rob that hope from us, right? Yeah, a lot of times our hope is robbed by, uh, by the circumstances that we go through and the disappointments that we face in life. And sometimes it's just to go back from a sort of a different frame of reference. Some, sometimes if you've been raised, for example, in a, an environment that was negative or environment that a lot of bad things happened to you, maybe growing up in your childhood or experiences that were part of your life pattern then, and you, you kind of develop this, this mindset of, I'm never going to expect anything wow. good for my my life because if I, if I don't expect anything good, then I'll never be disappointed. And some people actually go into adulthood with that frame of reference, and so they, they never believe that anything good can happen to them and never believe that God's going to do anything good for them. And in, in addition, we can, even into our adult years, even if, we have, uh, even if we have hope, we can face difficult situations and circumstances that happen to us that sort of, boom, knock the hope out of yeah. us. And it's sort of like that yeah. balloon again yeah. that I talked about a moment ago. Uh, you can get little pinpricks in the yeah. balloon, yeah. and it just sort of slowly drains your hope out because this little thing happens, and that little wow. thing happens. And, or sometimes it's a major thing. It's a big blow that occurs in your life, a divorce that happens, or, or something that happens with the loss of a job, or maybe dealing with something significant in your health. It could be issues of this nature, and you've got this boom, sort of blow, and it's, it just knocks the, the, the hope out of your system, yeah. and it leaves you with that sense of, why even believe that anything good could happen to me? So we face these disappointments. It takes the hope out of us. And uh, before you know, it's kind of a spiral that we start losing more and more hope, actually. Yeah, because hope really is based upon expectation. So yeah, that's well. what a hope is. Hope is an expectation about your future. Hope is an expectation of something good coming your way, promises being fulfilled, something that's beyond today that you're reaching out for. In fact, the Bible says that hope is the foundation for our faith. In Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1, it says without, that the, well, verse 6 says without faith it's impossible to please God, but verse 1 says that faith is a substance of things hoped for, mm -hmm. the evidence of things not seen. And so if we don't have any hope in our life, mm -hmm. it's hard to have a lot of faith about mm -hmm. things that we need to do with life. Wow. And so hope is so essential and I really uh, say this to us as we're wrapping up one year and heading into a new year, 2019. Mm -hmm. It's extremely important that we get this hope down in our soul that, that something good is ahead for yeah. us. Something positive is in our future because that allows us to reach out with faith and to move forward with faith that we can't do any other yeah. way. When you, when you say God is the God of hope, you know, what, what, how does that translate into our life if we're in a place in our life where we're without hope um, and we serve the God of hope? How does that apply to our life as we look to the future and to 2019? Well, I think it, it reminds us of the fact that there is a source. If we're hopeless, there's a source that we can go to for hope, okay? Mm -hmm. In other words, if, if, I, if I'm missing something in my life, what makes it worse if there's, is if there's no place I can go to get what I'm missing, wow. okay? And so if I'm missing hope in my life, if, there, if it's been drained from me, maybe something happened this last year for some of us that we went through this yeah. year, and it's been a really tough year for us, and it sort of knocked the hope out of us, and then if we said, well, I don't know where to get it, then we're really in double trouble, okay? Mm -hmm. 
But that's why it's important to realize that there is a God of hope, yeah. and so we can actually go to God and get the very thing that we're missing. And I believe that, in fact, this weekend, that God wants to impart yeah. a new dimension of hope into your life today as you're going into a brand new year, because He can give you what you don't have, yeah. because He is that source that yeah. can supply that for you. Yeah, so disappointments can lead us to a place of hopelessness. Um, I think it's also possible to place our hope in the wrong things or yes. the wrong people, right? That happens a lot of times. I think the reason that we get disappointed is because we're hoping for things in the wrong places or with the wrong people. Wow. And, the, and a lot of our disappointments come from the fact we have wrongly placed hope, okay? Mm. Uh, if, I, if, I, if I sit down on a broken chair hoping it's going to hold me up, I'm going to be disappointed, yeah. okay? Uh, and if I didn't, you know, if I even no matter how sincere I am in my hope, yeah. that chair is broken, okay? And so if I'm hoping it's going to hold me up, it's not going to happen. And so yeah. a lot of times we put our hope in, in a job, we put our hope in a person, we put our hope in a in, in, in perfect circumstances, yeah. we put our hope in all these relationships yeah, that we have right. in life, and then suddenly those things fall apart, and our hope has been in those things, mm -hmm. and so my goodness, it's gone, and we're left with this sense of void inside of yeah. us, because really, none of those things are things that are solid, only God is solid, yeah. only God is the one that can sustain you yep. through whatever you're facing in yep. life, and he's a source of hope for you yeah. that can that, that, that will never disappoint you. Yeah, so um, having hope, our hope in God, does that mean that we won't face challenges? Or no, absolutely not. Jesus, in fact, said that you know in this world, you're going to have trouble, you have tribulation, there are challenges that come our way. So hope is not, it's not an insurance policy against yeah. challenges or trouble. It's the very thing that helps you get through the challenges yeah. and the trouble. Uh, that David said it this way in the 23rd Psalm, even though I walk through the valley oh, of the shadow yeah. of death, I will fear no evil for you are with me, your rod and your staff comfort me. And so David said, even when I'm going through the valley of the shadow of death, I know something, I have a hope that I'm not going to be here forever. Yeah. I like to remind people that that word that's used there, even though I walk through the yeah. valley of the shadow. David was not living in the valley. He said, there's a valley here. He wasn't denying the reality of the valley, but he's saying, I'm going to get through this thing. And I think part of what hopelessness does to you is it makes you feel like you're never going to get wow. through something. Yeah. You're stuck in this situation. You're stuck with this this bad set of circumstances mm. or a bad situation in your life or ongoing problems in your life, and you're never going to get beyond it. And God comes along and says, I want you to hope in me because yeah. I can get you through this. Yeah. And sometimes getting through it means that the circumstances change, yeah. okay? Sometimes getting through it means that God gives you the grace to handle yeah. the circumstance. But either way, whether you get over the mountain or through the mountain yeah. or over the valley or through the valley, either way, you're going to, God sustains you with hope. Yeah. Do you think it's possible to um, be losing hope or to be hopeless in a place of hopelessness and not be aware of it, you think? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Many times the reason that we, we, we lose energy, we lose enthusiasm in our lives, wow. we kind of get uh, listless and apathetic. Wow. And we wonder what's really going on. Wow. Sometimes people just get numb on the inside and they don't realize what's really happened to them yeah. is that they've lost hope. And yeah. so I'm reminded of Isaiah chapter 40, Steve, where the Bible speaks of the fact of people growing tired and weary. Wow. And then it goes on to say in the latter part of chapter 40, those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will mount up with wings like eagles. They'll run and not be weary. They'll walk and not faint. And so what that's indicating to us is the fact that sometimes in life what can really transpire is that when we find ourselves uh, losing energy and listless and losing wow. our enthusiasm for life, 
that perhaps the reason for that is mm. because we've lost our hope, that we're not expecting anything yeah. good to happen. Yeah. If I could say anything yes. to us as we're thinking about this weekend and moving forward to a new year, is that God wants to fill you up with hope, with an anticipation of his goodness, an anticipation of the good things that he wants to do in your life. That's wonderful. So as I go into, walk into 2019, why is it so important that I walk into this year with uh, my hope, first and foremost, anchored in God, and what difference will that make in my life? Yeah, before I answer that question, Steve, I want to talk about one other aspect because I really can't talk about the forward movement uh, into the future without talking a little bit about the past, okay? okay? And for some of us, it has been a disappointing year. Maybe some of you had some difficulties this year, some challenges this year that you faced, and you're thinking about, my goodness, I'm still living in the pain of that. Maybe some of you have made some big mistakes this year. Maybe this has been a year that you'd like to forget because wow. it's been a really difficult year for you. And so you're looking back saying, my goodness, I've made some big mistakes this year. Here's the thing that we need to understand. You can't move forward if you're holding on to the past, okay? Wow. You can't let, because the past, negative things in your past Will, will continue to drain hope from you. Even if you get filled with a bit of hope today, if you haven't dealt with the things that are draining your hope, you're going to, tomorrow you'll be dealing with those things again. And so the first thing we have to do is come to a recognition that God is well able yeah. to wipe clean the slate of your yeah. past. Yeah. Okay, He's able to heal the wounds of this past year. And that's yeah. what I want to talk about and we'll pray about in just a few moments as well. Maybe you've been wounded in certain ways this past year with things that have happened or maybe you've failed your yourself or disappointed yourself and that guilt and the regret is there. But God is able to come in and really heal that and restore that in you. And that's the beginning point then to have, uh, if you will, a, a healed vessel so that you can, you can fill it up again with the hope that you need for the future. Yeah. To go back to the illustration of the, of the balloon for a moment. If you put a big old hole in the balloon, um, you need, to, you need to fix the hole before you try to fill it up again, okay? Yeah. And for some of us, we've had a major blow this year or little pinpricks throughout the year in the balloon of our soul, and yeah. we've lost our hope. And so God wants to begin today to start mending that and healing that and patching that up and restoring that. Actually, not just fixing it. He makes things new, yeah. Steve, okay? Yeah. He, gives us, if you, he makes us a new balloon, okay? Yeah. He restores in such a way that there's newness and freshness there that so, allows wonderful. us to go into our future. That's great. Um, you talk about our past. So if we've made bad decisions this year, you know, we can have hope in the fact that God can renew our hope even in the midst of those bad decisions, in spite of those bad decisions. Absolutely. Our God is a God of mercy and a God of grace, a God of love and kindness. And it doesn't mean that we don't battle with consequences at times right. of the things that we do. But even, even, even in those things, God is merciful to yeah. us and he gives us fresh opportunities and fresh chances. And so I want to encourage everyone today that if, you, you've, if this past year has been maybe a year of failure for you, you've made some mistakes this past year, mm -hmm. uh, today is the day to come to God and say, God, I just own up to this. I ask you to forgive me and I'm yeah. inviting yeah. your mercy into my life. Yeah. I'm inviting your grace into my life so that now I can begin Fresh. I can begin anew. I can start over with you again. I don't want to carry the baggage of hopelessness into my future yeah. with me. And maybe for some of you, you've had some major blows this year in your life because of circumstances that have happened, as we've been talking about, and, and you've kind of lost that, that hope for your future. And God today wants to help you uh, realize that, you know what, there is still, no matter what's occurred, there's still something bright in your days to come. My hope can be renewed by receiving God's forgiveness and his mercy in my life, right? Think about Jesus for a moment. Let's talk about him as we, as we talk about hope. 
Think about what it must have been like for the disciples when they watched Jesus on that Thursday evening before his crucifixion go to the Garden of Gethsemane. And now their Savior, their Redeemer, the one they placed their hope in for three, three and a half years, following him, they're seeing him arrested. The next day he's taken away, he's crucified, and then uh, he, he, he dies on the cross. I mean, he physically dies on the cross. Okay? Yeah. And the moment that they are aware of this happening, what must have drained from them in terms of their hope? Yeah. Even though they had some awareness of what Jesus said about his resurrection, they, they felt the sting of the moment, the disappointment yeah. of the fact that Jesus was now their Savior, from their perspective, was dead and the hope was gone. Yeah. However, we know the other part of that story, that what looked like hopelessness on Friday was a, was a moment of resurrection on Sunday, yeah. okay? That when Jesus died on the cross, he knew that it was not done. He had finished the work for salvation, but he was rising from the grave, and indeed, hope was on the way. And I think for many of us, we, we, we live in that moment when the death has happened, if you will, the pain has happened, but we need to be reminded wow. that out of that pain can come a resurrection. Just like for Jesus, out of that pain came eventually the resurrection and the glory of that resurrection. Sometimes out of our most painful moments, if we'll hold on to hope, yeah. actually that painful moment becomes a, a resurrection moment yeah. and we actually come out of it stronger yeah. than we were uh, in, in, in the midst of our pain. The, the pain wow. produces greater blessing in our life as we allow God to refill us with hope and move us toward our future. So hope is very well connected to trusting in God's promises that he's given us, right, yes. from his word. Absolutely. It's based in that, really. Yeah. It's based, I, think, I think hope is based, first of all, in the nature of God, okay? Yeah. You, you can have hope because God is good, yeah. okay? That's why I have hope in God is because God is good. God is for me. He's not against me, yeah. okay? That God is for you. He's not against you. He's not, try, he's not somehow scheming to make your life miserable. God is working to bring, your, bring blessing to your life. Jesus said in John 10, verse 10, the thief is the one yeah. who comes to steal, kill, and destroy. He's talking about the devil. But he said, I've come that you might have life and have it to the, to the full. doesn't mean, again, we're never going to have challenges, but we have hope because first and foremost, God is good and God is for us. He's not against us. And then he gives us promises in his word that allow us to have something to hold on to. That, again, we were talking a moment ago about putting faith in the wrong things. Yeah. Well, put your faith in the right things, yeah. okay? When you put your faith in the right things, the promises of God, then indeed you have something secure and yeah. something solid to hold on to. Yeah, so if I'm in a place of hope, hopelessness, what are some practical things that I can start doing tomorrow morning that will actually help me get back on the right track of placing my hope in God yeah. um, for this coming year? I think number one is to make the decision to let the past go, Okay. Wow. Uh, receive God's forgiveness. Wow. I think that's extremely that's important to receive God's forgiveness. And for some of you today, that's exactly what you need to do. This is your moment of being able to accept the forgiveness of God for your, for your, for your life and for the mistakes you've made maybe mm -hmm. this past year and begin to say, God, I now receive your forgiveness and your mercy in my life. I accept that. And to actually not only accept God's forgiveness, but to actually forgive yourself. Sometimes yeah. we kind of know that God forgives us, but we keep beating up yeah. on ourselves. Yeah. And so what we're doing is we're just beating the hope out of ourselves. Yeah. Okay? And so the first step, practically speaking, is you need to receive the forgiveness of God. Second of all, you need to, you need to affirm the fact that you believe that God is, is good and that God is for you. He's not against you. 
I would also say this, Steve, if you're here today or this weekend and, and you've never received Jesus Christ as Lord of your life, that's, that's where it all starts. Yeah. You need to invite Jesus into your life because he is, he is the source of hope. You yeah. can't, he's the one that provides that for you. And so if you've never invited Christ in your life, uh, that's the beginning point yeah. for some of you here today that that's exactly what you need to do. And then what you begin to do is begin to get into the promises of God's Word. In fact, Steve, one of the things I'm very excited about as we get into the new year, I'm going to do a, a whole new series of messages uh, talking about the words of our mouth and wow. how we speak. And sometimes we, 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 we destroy hope just by our words. And so we're going to be looking at this series together called uh, Roots and, and Rudders and how we begin to develop our, our words yeah. that are consistent with God's word and that begins to build hope in us. So that's some of, you begin to speak God's promises. You begin to get around people who that's, build your yeah. hope instead of people that destroy yeah. your hope. Some of you are hanging around with the wrong crowd, okay? All you do every day you go and uh, hang around with those people and all they do is pluck holes in your balloon, wow. okay? And so you need to insulate yourself yeah. from those that are uh, kind of uh, putting the pens in the balloon yeah. of your soul on a consistent basis. And sometimes we can't always run away from everybody in our world that's like yeah. that. But we do need to spiritually insulate ourselves and say, you know what? God's opinion of me is more important yeah. than anybody else's opinion of me. Those yeah. are some of the That's things. That's so good. Do. I was going to actually ask you about that because people have a, a huge impact on, on my hope, right? They can yes. affect my hope and where my hope is. Yes, absolutely. That's, that's part of what the word encouragement means. To encourage someone is to put courage into them, or we might hmm. say to put hope into them, okay? Wow. And so you can be around encouraging people, or you can be around discouraging people. You can be an encouraging yep. person, or you can be a discouraging person. Yep. So sometimes we're, we're reaping what we sow, okay? Mm -hmm. We spend all of our time discouraging other people, and then we get discouragement back because that's the world we're living in, yeah. okay? We're sowing the seeds of discouragement, and we're reaping seeds of discouragement. And so part of what helps turn things around is to make the decision to say, I'm going to be an encourager. I'm going to put hope into other people. I'm going to build a hopescape in other people's lives, and then I, I'm going to get around people that help build mm -hmm. that in my life too. That's great. Pastor Joe, there might be someone here this weekend at one of our campuses that's just, they're going through a very challenging uh, situation right now. What effect will hope have in their life right where they are in the valley right now? Well, first of all, hope lifts you. We talked about that a moment ago. It lifts you up now so that you're, anytime you lift, you're lifted, your perspective changes, okay? Wow. For example, um, if, if we were to go, if we were to look at this building from ground level outside, we would see it a certain way, but if we got an airplane, we would see it differently, okay? Mm. Our perspective would change, okay? Yeah. Uh, interestingly enough, if you look at this building that we're in right now, the Gaithersburg campus here, if you look at it out from the outside ground perspective, it looks like a fairly large building, okay? Mm -hmm. but you get up in the air, it looks a lot smaller than yeah. it does on the ground. Well, that's the way it is with hope, that when you're looking at your problems from a ground level, they look huge, okay? Mm -hmm. But you get up with hope from God's wow. perspective and you look Great. down and now suddenly I'm seeing it from a different perspective yeah. and now my problem is not as big as I thought because I'm seeing it in, in the context yeah. of who God is. And so that's some of what begins to happen wow. in a person. You get, you get freshly energized and you're, you're, you're moving forward with your life and you're saying, you know what, what can I do to begin to do the things I need to do to set hope in motion in my life to yeah. make sure that I'm adding my contribution to what God wants to do. Yeah. And everything changes just when you believe, Steve, that something good can happen to you, okay? Yeah. That changes yeah. your relationships. It changes how you wake up in the morning, how you lived your, your day, that you're looking for good instead of expecting bad, yeah. okay? And a lot of people go into every day kind of expecting what, what, yeah. what bad thing is going to happen to yeah. them. Well, you know, they're worried about the next bad thing that's about to occur. Well, hope changes that, wow. and it changes 
everything about the way you live and the energy that goes into your life. Wow. Well, it goes back to the verse that you shared. When you, it'll mount you up on wings like eagles. It yes. changes your perspective on your situation. Totally. Totally, completely. Absolutely. I love that. That's great. Yeah. Um, what effect does hope have? If I have hope, I'm a person that's full of hope. What, what effect does that have on the people around me? Yeah, think about it in the family. Let's talk about that for a moment. If a husband is filled with hope, then his whole interaction will be different with his wife, okay? And vice versa, wife with husband, because what we do is we, again, hope is positive, okay? Hope is looking toward a good future, okay? Mm -hmm. Hope is seeing good, okay, instead of looking for the bad, okay? Mm -hmm. And so just in that dynamic relationship of marriage, it changes yeah. things. Think about what, what do you want your kids to feel? I want, uh, you know, we, I, I want my children, I want my grandchildren to feel... Uh, fill, uh, I want them to be filled up with hope, okay? Yeah. I want them to go into their world believing that God yeah, can do things right. in their lives, Absolutely. okay? That God can work through them, that good is in store for them. And so when we become people of hope and deposit that with, other, with, with others, it changes their future. It changes their yeah. destiny. There's somebody in your life right now, maybe in your workplace, maybe in your family, maybe in your neighborhood, that they're just waiting for somebody like you to come by and give them a sense of positive expectation about their future, yeah. okay? Sometimes all it takes is one person. It's one true. person it's believing true. in another person can make a difference. It it's might true. be a teacher that says, I believe in this student. It might be a coach that says to a, an athlete, I believe you can do this. It might be a, a parent saying that to a child. It might um, be a brother or sister in Christ communicating that to one another. But yeah. sometimes we're just one, one encouragement yeah. away from yeah. greatness. Wow. One encouragement away from hope filling us that changes the entire direction of our lives. There's story after story I'm sure that many of us have heard of people whose lives yeah. have been changed just by somebody who believed enough in them to give them some hope for their future. And wow. we can actually not only receive that in our life, but actually be the person that does that for other people. That's amazing. So hope doesn't just affect me on the inside. It actually it changes the way that I talk, the way that I see things, the way that I communicate with people, my relationships, everything. Everything. If you think about it this way, if God is the God of hope, and indeed he is, the Bible says that we read it a moment ago in Romans chapter 15, verse 13, that God is the God of hope, okay, that's a central characteristic of who God is. He is the God of hope. Hope is who he is, yeah. okay? Just like he is love, he is hope, mm -hmm. okay? When we are filled with hope and we give hope to others, we're actually living a life of godliness, okay? Mm -hmm. We're being like God. Every time that I speak a word of hope to you, I'm fulfilling a mission from God, yeah. okay? And I think if we can see that, when I impart yeah. hope to another person, it's not just a nice little thing to do. No, I'm actually engaging wow. in the very ministry and the very activity that God engages in. God gives hope, and then when we give hope to others, we're doing the work of God in their lives. That's amazing. So uh, hope isn't something that I just receive one time either. It's, this is a, it seems like it's a process, something that I need to be connected continually to God to continue to receive that hope in my Absolutely. life. Absolutely, right? yes. And, you know, and, and I think as we're sort of coming to a, a point of ministry for all of us today, it's important to realize that, that, yes, we have to continually be filled with hope. In other words, I may be hopeful today, right. but some things might... Uh, might prick my balloon today, and so I need to go back to God tomorrow. Yeah. You're not going to get a, all the hope you need for the rest of the year right. today, okay? Right. You're going you're gonna to need, you're going to maybe learn the importance of hope and be reminded of the importance of hope today and this weekend as we go into a new year, but you're going to need to go back and be refreshed and refueled because we all know that we have the pinpricks that come our yeah. way, 
And, you know, in January or February or March, something's, things are going to be challenging your hope at times. And you go back and say, you know what? Even though that hurt me, I'm still going to dig into God yeah. and let God restore and renew me in my life. Yeah. And so it's a consistent process. That's why uh, spending time with God every day yeah. is so important. That's why reading your Bible is yeah. so important. That's why learning the promises of God are so important. That's why being at church on a regular basis is yeah. so important. Part of what happens, think about it. Aren't you glad you're at church this weekend? Yeah, absolutely. Because here you are in yeah. this environment this weekend, and you're being reminded of something that's vital to your life, yeah. okay? And so church is important. That's why the Bible says don't forsake the assembling of yourselves together. Because when we come together as the church, we're encouraged. Yeah. Hope comes to yeah. us that carries us through. And so these are things that we do, actual disciplines or choices that we make in our lives yeah. that, make, that allow us to continue to stay yeah. connected to and filled with yeah, hope. Yeah, so getting the Word of God in me continually will help me keep that perspective and my hope anchored in the right thing, right? Think about it this way. The world that we live in, just, just think about just like you go to the beach and there are waves yeah. that are coming from the seashore, right? Okay. And there's wave after wave after wave. The waves never stop, right? Yeah. One wave comes and another can't. Some waves are little, some waves are big, but the waves keep coming, all right? Yeah. And the world in which we live, there are wave after wow. wave after wave of negativity. Wow. Wave after wave after wave of bad news. Yeah. Wave, I mean, uh, just turn on the television yeah. and watch yeah. it, okay? Wave after wave of all these things. Now, if we're sitting back and we're being pummeled by those waves consistently and we don't have anything countering that, wow. okay? What's go- it's just a matter of time yeah. before we're going to be beaten and bruised yeah. by the waves of the bad news yeah. and the stuff that's going on in the world around us. Yeah. That's why we need something that helps us to have perspective yeah. and to overcome and to live yeah. above those waves. Again, not denying the reality sure, of them, yeah. but living above them so that we have wow. a substance that carries us through. So hope, if I have hope in God, it will help carry me through those waves, through those Absolutely. difficult seasons that we're all going to face. It doesn't, doesn't change the waves. The waves are going to be there. Yeah. That's part of life. But they don't have to destroy you. They don't have to pummel you in the same way. And that's why as you stay connected to hope, it allows you to, uh, to not only withstand, that's, even, I, that's, that's a part of the process, but, but overcome actually yeah. the things that might be uh, beating against you. Well, that's awesome. Well, Pastor Joe, that's a great, great challenging, uh, challenging message to us on hope. Um, before we pray, you pray for us. Um, any final words that you want to just share with our church before we head into this new year? Yeah, I just want to, again, sort of wrap it up by reminding all of us that I, I believe that this next year that God has some amazing things in store for you. There are going to be some challenges. We all face challenges yeah. along the way. But I want to encourage you today to, first of all, let go of your past, to realize that this last year is, your la- is, is, is a past year. Mm-hmm. And to receive God's mercy and forgiveness for the mistakes you've made, for the disappointments that are part of your life, asking God to bring healing to you in that regard. And then to pray today with me, as we're going to pray in just a moment, that today would be the day that God refreshes and refills you with hope. And then learning the principles. What do I need to do day by day to make sure that hope is sustained in my life? And I promise you that hope Mm. is a key ingredient in you fulfilling every purpose and plan that God has for you. So I'd like to pray for you right right now, and we're going to pray together over several items. And so would you just put yourself in a mode of receiving from God right now and talking to God in your own heart as I lead us together in prayer? Would you pray with me? Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for the power of hope. We thank you that hope makes a difference, and thank you that you are the God of hope. And Father, thank you today that as we've come on this last weekend of 2018 and preparing to enter into 2019, that you want to meet us today at the level of our hope. 
And Father, I pray in this moment, I pray for those that have gathered here this weekend that may have had some, maybe, maybe some, some big mistakes this last year, maybe some small mistakes that have, count, that have sort of built up in their life in some way. But Father, I pray that whatever the guilt or regret or, or feelings of, of shame or condemnation might be, I pray that in this moment that they would receive your forgiveness, they would receive your mercy, they would realize that the past is the past. Lord, by the blood of Jesus, cover those sins, cover those mistakes. And I pray that you'd also empower them to forgive themselves so that they can move forward and realize that this is a new day for them. And Father, I pray that also right now for those who've had some major blows this past year, maybe some things have really hurt them, maybe there have been events that have transpired that have put a hole in the balloon of their soul, Lord, that have pricked them along the way or given them major destruction on the inside. I pray that even today you would begin a process of healing and restoring them by the power of your Holy Spirit. And Father, I pray that as we turn this corner from one year to a new year, I pray that through your grace and mercy, as the Scripture says, that you would fill us, that the God of hope would fill us with joy and peace, that we would overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit, not just a little bit of hope. I pray that we would overflow with hope by the power of the Spirit of God. And thank you for the good things you're going to do in and through us as we go into a new year together. For that, we thank you in Jesus' name. I would like to close today by giving you an opportunity to ask Jesus to be the Lord of your life. Would you pray with me right now? Right where you are, just simply bow your head with me and I'm going to give you a prayer to pray and you can simply speak this prayer out, whisper this prayer out and from the sincerity of your heart, call upon God and I promise you that He will hear and answer you. So let's pray together. Start by simply whispering the name Jesus. Let there come uh, from your heart just the declaration of His name. Say, Jesus. I know that, that I am a sinner, that I have fallen short with you. I'm sorry for all of my sins. Jesus, I believe in you. I believe that you are God's Son. I believe that you are the Savior of the world. I believe that you died on the cross for my sins. And I believe that you rose from the grave, that you are alive today. Now pray these words. Say, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Come into my life. Forgive me of my sins. Give me a new start in you. I commit my life to you. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, if you prayed that prayer with me, I want to encourage you with a promise from God's Word that says that when we call upon God's name, we call upon the Son of God, there is salvation that comes to our lives. He changes us from the inside out, and you become a new creation. All things pass away. All things become new. And that's exactly what has happened to you today. Your next step really is to make sure that you get into a good Bible-believing church. And you begin to study God's Word, get God's Word in you, and to make sure that you get a copy of the Bible if you don't have one and begin to read it. Spend some time every day in prayer. And I would encourage you also to check out the resources on our website that will help you to get going in your relationship with Jesus. You can find them at church-redeemer.org. Get those into your hands. Get started in your new life with Jesus Christ. Thanks again for joining us today. May God bless you, and we look forward to seeing you next time. If you've prayed with a pastor today and made a decision to follow Jesus Christ, we have some resources for you on our website. Just go to church-redeemer.org slash a new you. We pray that this message was a blessing to you.